Welcome back to Mr. Strong English. Actually, today's learning is going to be a little nishmas. My grandma's your site, so Alter Chana Bas Avraham Yitzchak and Shama Shavan Aliyah. Okay, so <clears throat> we are on the next category of, of Nikias, which is forbidden relationships, which we said is the second to most coveted thing by man. And we discussed yesterday, really, in the introduction to, to show you that, that not just the act itself is forbidden, but anything related to it. And we brought down, just like Nazir, it's, the Torah says that a Nazir is usher to have grapes and all other derivatives that come from grapes, because really the real usher is for them not to have wine. But since grapes are a derivative of wine and raisins and all those other things, we don't want them to get to even tempt to have wine. So therefore, we make the grapes uh, forbidden as well. And, and the Torah comes to do that to teach Chazal that to cease is how you're going to safeguard the, um, the Torah and so on by making Gedarim fences and things like that. So really is to teach us the, um, as we say, the specified from the unspecified. And the unspecified should be derived from the specified. And that just like things that are close like that, um, you know, Chazal adds those things. So in keeping with this theme of the specified derived, the unspecified derived from the specified, the sage prohibited in this realm of forbidden relations, anything that is related to listitiousness or anything close to it, regardless of which bodily sense is involved. That is, whether it involves action, okay, like touching, whether it involves um, looking at, whether it involves talking to, hearing, or even thoughts. And now I'm going to give you proofs regarding all these things from the words of Chazal with regard to action. That is touching, hugging, and all similar things. There's already clarified in the Midrashic discourses that we've mentioned above, which is don't come close to um, an erva. So there's no need to elaborate anymore. With regarding to looking, Chazal already said, when the, the, with the verse states in Mishlei, from hand to hand, he will not be spared from evil. It teaches us what? That anyone who counts out money from his hand in order to hand, a, in order to, to put it into a woman's hand to gaze at her, you will not be exonerated from the judgment of Gehenna. Meaning it's very severe. Let's say sometimes, you know, you know the, how the world is. They use a lot of women to advertise things. So if you are looking at that, if you are, as the, you know, the muscle, the example that's used in Mrs. Ram is the counting money. So let's say you're counting money and you hand the money to her just in order to touch her hand or to look at her, that's also usher. He also said, why the Jews, and he's brought him down, why the Jews of the generation, okay, need atonement, the Jews in the Midbar, from the from, from Midian, if you remember, because their eyes feasted on the lewdness during their conquest of Midian. So Rav Shesha says, why did the Torah describe, also, we brought that, we know was, we know that Christ was punished, you know, with, with the, you know, they were very, very inappropriate with the women of, of, of Midian. And that happened because they were looking at them inappropriately, they were gazing at them during battle. And Chazal said even further, why did the Torah, when describing the atonement gift that soldiers brought, and why did the Torah, in describing the atonement gift that the soldiers brought, list their outer jewelry along with their intimate jewelry? There's a note here, the intimate jewelry that the women wear in their private areas. 
to teach you that whoever gazes at the little finger of a woman is like he gazes in the most private place. I'll read it to you in Hebrew because it has more justice that when you gaze at a woman's peaking, it's as if, as I'll say, it's just as bad as looking at her most private areas. I know this sounds extreme, but it's important to know that when you, these things can lead to the terrible act, and that's why it's forbidden, because it can lead, you want to set, you know, you want to set boundaries or examples. And let me give you an example. If someone is trying to lose weight, okay, and he has a um, a problem, you know, he loves pastries or cheese danishes or muffin, whatever it is, and he's in the supermarket and the supermarket's got a great bakery, he's going to make it his business not to walk near the bakery aisle because he doesn't want to be tempted. But there's nothing wrong with walking to the bakery aisle. He just wants to not, he just can't, doesn't want to eat any of this stuff because he's trying to lose weight. So the answer is he's making it a little easier for him to withstand the challenge by out of sight, out of mind. And that's really what's going on here with Chazal. That's why these things are so sensitive and severe as well. And furthermore, the states, you should be aware of anything evil, which means that a man may not gaze at a beautiful woman, even if she is unmarried or a married woman, even if she's unattractive, meaning you might think, oh, it's okay to gaze at her because why? I'm going to eventually marry her. I'm going to take her for wife. So then it'll be okay. Or you might think, look, if the lady's ugly, it doesn't matter because I'm not going to, I'm not interested in her. So even that is forbidden. And with regard to speaking with women, we have learned clearly in the Mishnah, anyone who converses excessively with a woman causes evil to himself. In other words, it just means flirting, you know. And with regard to hearing, listening to Kol Isha, the singing of a woman's voice is considered an erva, as it says in Brachas, Brachas. Furthermore, concerning morality of the mouth and ear, in other words, talking, and um, with these things here, actually, you know what? We're going to go a little further because now he's going to he's going to go off a little bit on on the importance of the mouth in general. So um, we'll continue on the next podcast. But remember, these are really here to set us up to help us make sure that we don't come to the act itself, and that's why these are forbidden. The only difference is that this is actually forbidden by the Torah, um, and so on. So, okay, we'll continue on the next podcast. Have a great day.